ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my sisters. So I have really been feeling into what to say and how to do this episode because even though I usually don't talk about the news, with all that's going on, if you're listening in real time, with all that's going on, I really feel that I must. To be 100% honest, my heart is breaking. My heart is breaking over the senseless deaths of Breonna Taylor, a healthcare worker on the front line who was killed by police in her own bed. George Floyd, who at this point we probably all have heard of, probably all have heard of all these people, who was killed with a knee to his neck for almost nine minutes. Ahmad Arbery, who was killed while jogging in his neighborhood, and hundreds and hundreds of others. And so even though I don't usually talk about, quote, the news, quote, here, the time has come that I must because this isn't, quote, unquote, news. This is systemic pain and injustice that has been happening for hundreds of years, that our black and brown sisters and brothers, those of you who are black and brown, Quite frankly, we cannot look at it as news right now. We must look at it as the truth, which is that if our black sisters are held back, we are all held back. And looking in the mirror this week, with my purpose to empower all women, all people really, but all women, to live their purpose, how can I do so in a world that is unfairly set up for my brown and black sisters to do so in a system that has been created to advantage some of our sisters and disadvantage others. And so with my dream of empowering all girls, all women to know yourself and love yourself and speak your gifts and share your talents with the world and go for it, the more I learn so many of our sisters begin at a disadvantage because of the beautiful skin that they were born into, and it's not okay. And so if I say nothing right now during this time, then I'm allowing it all to happen. I'm continuing to allow it to happen. Frankly, if I say nothing right now, what am I teaching my baby boy? My baby boy who will be here in just four short weeks or less. What am I teaching him? If I say nothing to you, 
When I teach him to stay silent, to be a coward, it's not right. It's not who I want to be as a mother. It's not who I want to be as a leader. But if I say nothing because I'm afraid that you'll no longer follow the Purpose Girl podcast or no longer like me or or I do it wrong and then people get upset with me, if I say nothing because of those reasons, then I'm not role modeling the courage that you need to live your purpose. Because I hear from you all the time in your emails, your Instagram messages, in my courses that you want to live your purpose. You want to write that book or start that business or speak your message or speak up in that meeting, ask for the promotion or start your blog. But you tell me all the time that you are scared of being rejected, of failing, of doing it wrong, of upsetting people. And so you don't do it. You hold yourself back. And girlfriend, I get it. Oh, God, do I get it. It is something I face every single day. It's not easy to share. But therefore, if I'm quiet on this, then I am not role modeling and not leading in the way that I desire to. And so I want to admit to you that speaking up about systemic racism, a topic I know very little about and am learning about, is scary. I will probably say the wrong thing to some of you. I may offend you. And in advance, I'm so sorry if I do, especially to my brown and black sisters, if I offend you with these words, I am sorry. And I want you to know that I am open to your feedback. But if I say nothing out of the fear that I might offend you or the fear that you might unsubscribe from my podcast, then I'm not living my purpose of empowering you to live yours. And that is my big dream, that we all get to live our purpose. We all have equal shot. We all have the equal chance to put our voices out and be heard and create a movement and write our books and start our businesses and like really have these purpose babies. So I am sharing my heart with you. Sisters, these deaths have been atrocious, unfair, and targeted, all because of the color of these people's beautiful skin. I think about my baby boy in 10 years and how he will be able to walk down the street to get ice cream without having to worry that he'll be targeted or looked at as a criminal, that people aren't watching their wallet or purse when he walks by them, that store owners aren't scared when he walks in to get his ice cream, simply because his skin will be white. I think about my dear friend's baby boy, who is two and in 10 years will be 12. And when he walks to get ice cream, he will have to worry about people seeing him as a criminal about cops following him for no reason, about people being scared of him for no other reason than the color of his skin. I think about how unfair it is. I think about how to teach our baby boy about this 
so that he's not only kind to everybody, which I hope he will be, I imagine he will be, because Josh and I certainly strive to be, but that he is active in changing this for all. I am so sad and angry and scared for this world that my baby is coming into, that her baby lives in, and that all of our children are living in. With that at the moment, I'm also hopeful that maybe once and for all we will have change. That with the tens of thousands of peaceful protesters all around the world, that maybe, finally, we will uproot this systemic issue start really learning and talking about it and finally have leaders and each of us being those leaders we will be the leaders who make this change and create more opportunity for our black and indigenous and people of color brothers and sisters i'm so angry that we live in a world in 2020 where people are killed for no reason other than their skin I'm infuriated thinking about how much energy it must take for you, my brown or black sisters, to teach your children at five or six that there will be people who hate them because of the color of their skin and that they must watch out and how to talk to police to keep their hands at 10 and 2 on the steering wheel. You must be exhausted walking around with that fear and pain your whole life. I am beyond bewildered and angry that people who were armed with assault weapons and swastikas who stormed into my home state of Michigan's capital were applauded as, quote, good people by the United States president and the tens of thousands of peaceful protesters Are there some who are looting and violent? Absolutely. At the moment, I want to talk about the peaceful protesters, that peaceful protesters were gassed and harmed, hurt by rubber bullets, so that our president could have a photo opportunity. And I'm furious that the United States government and Senate is doing nothing about it. And sometimes I feel helpless and hopeless. I'm beyond upset that there is so much hatred and so much scapegoating spewed in the name of making a country great. I believe that the whole world is great and that we have so much to learn from all of our sisters. I want us to create a new world together. I am disgusted and horrified and hyper aware that George Floyd was stopped by the police because a store thought that he made a purchase with a counterfeit bill And he ended up dying from it. While Brock Turner, a white Stanford student, was indicted for rape and felony sexual assault of one of our sisters, who was only 22 at the time. And Brock Turner pled not guilty and was only sentenced to six months in jail, but out in three because of, quote, good behavior. And a 16-year-old in New Jersey was accused of raping an intoxicated girl. He filmed the incident, sent it to his friends, proudly declaring 
that his first time having sex was a rape, that he raped her. And a state superior court judge, Judge James Troiano, decided not to try him as an adult in court, saying he is, quote, a young man who comes from a good family who put him into an excellent school where he is doing extremely well. He is clearly a candidate for not just college, but probably for a good college. His scores for college entry were very high. That's what the judge said about this white young man who admitted rape on video. He didn't lose his life. I am sick, my friends. Honestly, how can any of us live our purpose when this is the fabric of society that we live in? And here's what I know. I know that every single one of you wants to make a difference in the world. Every single one of us women, that's what we're here for. We're here to rise up and to share our love and compassion and our gifts and our talents in order to make the world a better place. This is why I firmly believe that what the world needs right now are women who are stepping up from that place of love and listening. Women who are making the world more beautiful and more loving. And so even if you don't see your purpose as anything related to race, which honestly is where I've been, I've been like, I wanna empower every woman. What I'm learning is that every purpose is related to making the world better, and that means better for all, and that means that equality for all matters for all of our purposes. Enough is enough. Sisters, join me. We are going to rise up as the goddesses on purpose that we are and be part of this change. We can take this anger and rage and turn it into our power to truly make change. We can take any sadness that you're feeling and flip it around into creating something beautiful. And that's what we can all do and do it together. Because Black lives matter. And when we come together, we create something extraordinary. When women come together, we create magic and a magical world. And that is what we're going to do. Now, some Purpose Girls have said to me, I don't know what to do. And so I want to share with you a few things that I'm doing and a few things that I've been reading and learning and that we can read together and do. So one is to take action with your local government, right? You can check with your local police department, ensure that police officers wear cameras on their body. That is a way of ensuring and keeping them accountable. Check with your city or town that they currently have an evidence-based police de-escalation training, right? So that this kind of situation like happened with George Floyd does not happen again. This needs to be a standard everywhere, right to your city or your town government, your police chief, advocate for it, demand it. If you have kids, buy books where a person of color is a hero, is the heroine of the book, so that we are teaching that all people, of course, black, brown people can be superheroes too. Contact your local legislators, your state legislators, and demand that we have fair treatment for all, that police are held accountable. And this is not anti-police. We just want to make sure that everyone is held accountable. Everyone is treated the same under the law. 
donate. We all right now can be donating to organizations such as your local Black Lives Matter chapter, such as the NAACP that ensures that people of color get political, educational, social, economic quality of rights. Donate to the United Negro College Fund that will help more of our brown and black young people get to college so that everyone has equal access, equal opportunity. Donate to the families of Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery or others, so many others who have lost their lives. Support black businesses. You can find lists on websites like We Buy Black, The Black Wallet. Josh and I found a great website called Embrace Race that has 31 children's books to support conversations on race and racism and resistance. A couple of books we've already bought for baby boy. So you can make a donation to Embrace Race. You can get these books that support and teach, which is so critical because the next generation, I think they already see the huge mistakes that have been made. When I've talked to women in my community, one woman's 11-year-old was like, this is ridiculous, you know, why is it different? Like, so I think that the more we teach our children, the better and the younger, the better. Holding your company accountable to diversity. So hiring diversity, which research has shown over and over and over again, actually leads to more profitability. Ensuring that the leadership in your company is diverse, diverse makeup with women, with people of color, black, brown. I mean, this is so important. And so bring it to your company. Ask your company about having diversity and inclusion trainings. So important. Encourage your company to purchase from minority suppliers, minority vendors. Huge way that we can support the community. There are also amazing educational resources online for you. If you want to learn more, I found a few incredible women who I've been following on Instagram and learning from. One is Rachel Cargill. She wrote something called Letter to White Woman, which really opened my eyes to a lot. And she has an incredible Instagram account called The Great Unlearn, which are learning and educating together. And she has several courses that you can buy, you can participate in. She runs the Loveland Foundation, which provides therapy for black girls and women, something you can donate to, I donated to. Austin Channing is an author and speaker. Her book is I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness. Amazing woman to learn from. Sophie Williams, her Instagram account is Millennial Black, and she speaks a lot about being an ally and has tools on how to be an ally, an anti-racist ally. And so definitely check her out. Silver Danielle, her Instagram handle is that girls fly. And she is a teacher actually in Detroit, where I am also from. She has courses like one Black Lives Matter, which is understanding the origin of the phrase and understanding drawing connections between the Black Lives Matter movement, the civil rights movement, where you can really go deep into understanding how did we get here and what do we do? And she has other courses that you definitely want to check out. So these are just a few of the amazing women that I have found online and have been following and learning from. And of course, they have ways of paying them for their education. And then I've been collecting a list of books this week, books that I can hopefully begin reading before baby comes in just a few weeks. And if not, then when he's sleeping. Um, and these are some of the books I 
have not yet read these, but we can read them together. One is called White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. A lot of people have recommended this book to me. It's White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism. Another by Layla Syed is called Me and White Supremacy. And definitely have gotten a lot of recommendations on that one. Um, another one called What If I Say the Wrong Thing? 25 Habits for Culturally Effective People by Verna Myers. So important. I've had a few purpose girls say to me, I, I want to say something, but I don't know how to say the right thing. So that's a great one for us to look at and to read. Another one, Sister Outsider by Audra Lord was recommended to me. How to Be Anti-Racist by Ibrahim X. Kendi. He's an author who recently was on Brene Brown's podcast. So that's a book that Josh and I put on our list. And so these are a few books, again, that we can read together. And of course, then there are the day-to-day -day things. When you see on Facebook somebody being racist, somebody calling people who are protesting animals, speaking up. If you have someone in your family who speaks with a racist tone, I know that it takes courage. I so get this. And speak up. Don't be silent about a racist joke. I remember getting into a huge fight with my ex-husband 20 years ago about someone who had made a racist joke. And I said, absolutely not. I'm not going to listen to this. And silence is support. And so these are the day-to-day -day things that we can do. Bring up the conversation. I get if you don't know what to say or you aren't sure how to bring up the conversation. This is the time for us to start having beautiful, open dialogue. I was with 17 Purpose Girls yesterday in a sisterhood circle that I held for free. And it was like half Caucasian women, half women of color. And we just had open, beautiful, loving dialogue and connection and holding space where I encouraged, invited each woman to share her feelings. And then all of us holding her in that, now is the time for beautiful conversation, for connection. Be honest with yourself. Journal about what you learned from your family of origin about race. I was just talking with a good friend about how one of my ancestors used to talk about people of color in not so beautiful of a way. And I remember I was like five or six and I didn't know any better. And this person is no longer with us. But at least if I say, oh, okay, wait, this is in my bloodline and something that is probably deep in my cells, I can be honest about it. I can look at it. And I can say, where is this still in me? Any remnants from what I heard as a child and then make a new choice. So even just taking your own inventory, I have found to be super helpful. And looking at your own purpose, how can you expand your purpose to ensure that you are inclusive of everyone, that you are speaking up and support that Black Lives Matter? This is something that we can do together. So no matter what your purpose is, this is such an opportunity for us to all come together and raise up together and create such an incredible, beautiful world together where every single human is treated equally, where every single child has opportunity and where every single child has equal rights, equal opportunity, equal access. Schools are equal access. This is our time, sisters. This is our time. And I'm so excited to do this with you because this is how we change the world one woman at a time. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself. 
May we all be actively anti-racist so that you and all can love life. Bye for now.